Welcome to Welcome to episode two of the Real Japan podcast. Yes. I am Kenzo. And I am Ferg. Happy to be here to talk about the latest topics and trends coming to you from Japan. Yes, all the most important news from this land of Japan. Yep. Only the hottest topics. Yes. Yeah, I guess we'll jump right in. So, uh, I don't know, do you, right. you want to go first? or? Uh, okay, I'll go first. All right. So, my story is uh, from a few weeks ago. Um, up in North Japan, Northern Japan, uh, in the chilly prefecture of Aomori. Oh, it gets cold up there, yeah. It certainly does. And they get a lot of snow, which I know all about living in Nagano. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they do in Aomori as well. Um, you know, when it when it snows, when those temperatures get down low, which, you know, for you, a California boy, what, what a low temperature is, what, 25 degrees or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't live, I, don't, I didn't live in Guam. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, single digits is pretty cold. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, um, Celsius, of course. Yeah. Positive single digits, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but one on one cold night in Aomori, it was minus 7.5 degrees Celsius outside. And uh, one homeowner uh, awoke surprised to find a naked man trying to break into his house. <laughs> You've got to picture the scene. This is, uh, you know, a, a chilly, a, a chilly sort of night in a small town in Aomori. It's there's thirty centimeters or so snow covering everything, and you've got one inebriated fellow trying to break into a house. So, so he was drunk. Of course, he was drunk. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, because in the US, <laughs> he might be like on something else. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But, yeah. Uh, well, thankfully, that being being Japan, yeah, he was probably just drunk. Yeah. Yeah, um, and of course, the police were called. The man mm. was arrested for indecent exposure, and uh, interestingly enough, it turned out he was a member of the Marine Self Defense Forces. Oh, basically, he was a military man. Yeah, exactly. In Japan's equivalent of the Navy. Yeah, uh, but they didn't book him for like attempted what, robbery or. Uh, the article I read said uh, indecent exposure. Uh, maybe the <laughs> maybe the homeowner didn't want to press charges or I don't, I don't yeah. know how that works, but. Uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not sure what. Um, maybe he did get uh, arrested for other yeah, offenses yeah. as well. But yeah, 26 years old, a third class petty officer. Whatever that means. Uh, it doesn't sound very important, I guess. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it must have been important. Well, your job title has petty in it. I mean, it's, uh... Isn't it like once they're past a certain level, they don't have to wear a uniform anymore? They can, oh, really? They can... is, that, is that how it works? Well, because he was naked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, would... That means he's third class, I guess. Yeah. Um... His clothes and shoes were found outside the house. Oh, so 
outside of the house he was trying to break into? Yes. Oh, I say so, break into, but it yeah. said in the article he was knocking on the door. <laughs> Although well, maybe, the homeowner. You know, maybe it, where he lives, they, they don't just take off their shoes, you know, they take everything off. Yeah. Before entering the house. Oh, yeah, of course. So it was just, oh. it was a polite gesture on his part. Yeah. But, you know, the, uh, the self-defense forces, they can get up to some pretty risky behavior sometimes. I was reading uh, another article. There was a, 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 this was in the land SDF, like the normal self-defense mm. forces, basically the army. Um, a staff sergeant up in Hokkaido, I believe it was in Hokkaido, was suspended after stealing batteries from SDF vehicles. Well, like car batteries? Mm. Yeah. Oh, he wow. He stole 12 batteries. Well, 12 that they know of, or 12 that he confessed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in order to pay back debt. If you had to guess, what, how much do you think he made for those 12 batteries? What do you reckon the going rate for? Ah, uh, hmm. For black market, black SDF market batteries. Like, is it like a special battery, or is it just like a standard car battery? Oh, it's a good point. I don't know. Um, maybe it said somewhere in the article I read. Mm. It didn't go into that amount of detail. I, I don't know. Maybe five thousand yen a pop. So for twelve, that would be sixty thousand. Sixty thousand. Yeah. You're almost bang on the money. Oh, really? 70,000 yen from 12 oh, batteries. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. Um, he got suspended for that. I mean, <laughs> well, naturally. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. 70,000, it's not a huge amount of money, is it? Because you got to think, like, how much... De- did it say how much debt he had? No, it didn't say, no. Because, because I mean, like, if you're resorting to stealing mm. to pay back your debt, mm. it's probably pretty substantial. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, and just but for the, listeners. Yeah, oh, but sorry. Then, yeah, but then mm. at the same time, yeah, the amount that you're making from your stealing is <laughs> probably not going to make much of a difference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, for listeners overseas, seventy thousand yen is, uh, I mean, roughly speaking, like seven hundred dollars. Right? Yeah, a little bit under seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, and twelve batteries. Wow. Um. And then you got to think, like, the trouble he had to go through to, to get those sold. Yeah, exactly, right? You know, it's yeah. like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you probably could have just, like, worked mm. and, you know, done some honest work and made close to that much. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, the SDF are interesting. I've seen the SDF practicing skiing before. Oh, rather than uh, wearing like like winter camo and stuff. Yeah, uh, they weren't wearing winter camo. It was like normal camo. Um, but okay, I mean, I say it was the SDF. It could have been anyone driving around in army trucks and wearing camo, and <laughs> but it was, a, <laughs> you know, it was a bunch of people that I assumed to be the SDF hmm. um, at a ski resort nearby. So, they're, are they pretty good? I mean, they look fine. They look normal. <laughs> they oh, probably have special techniques that they can't show the general public, right? They're not like doing flips and shit. 
I didn't see them doing. <laughs> yeah, they were they were somersaulting and like spraying bullets and stuff at the same time. And, <laughs> it was a real danger to everyone else on the course. They were doing that thing like in uh, like in all of those samurai movies where they're riding on a yeah. horse and they shoot the bow oh, while they're riding the horse. Yeah, yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, shoot their guns while they're skiing. Mm. I didn't see any of that, unfortunately, though I was mm. looking out for it. And just in the final bit of SDF-related news, um, do you know about Hige Taicho? No. Oh, so this is like a topic that's very dear to my heart because of, uh, you know, I'm a bit of a bearded man. Uh, yeah, so you, yes, you've you are. you got a bit of stubble going on. Well, yeah, I, I just have a shave, though. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I'm kind of the same, except I haven't shaved in, in a while. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Hige Taicho is like a, a Taicho, I guess, like a general. Um, okay. Who I forgot to make a note of his actual name, but he's quite—he's one of—he's he, um, quite a sort of famous public figure who is well known as a proponent of um, Abe's sort of like you know these collective safety mm, rules and like yeah, mm. reforming the uh, the constitution. Yeah, 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 yeah. But his name, Hige Taicho, means in Japanese literally like beard general, I guess. Yeah. Or moustache yeah. general. Mm. Um, he, he has a moustache, um, which is quite, it's very unusual, right? For a, like a well-known sort of like Japanese public figure. Yeah, you know, facial hair is um, kind of frowned upon over here. Yeah, right. You yeah. Know, like generally speaking. Mm. I, I think you get a pass because you're a foreigner yeah 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 um but yeah for sure and it's seen as if you have a beard i think people often think well you're not you know maybe he's like a down and out or maybe he's like an artist or a musician yeah you know either way not part of productive society yeah mainstream society yeah Yeah, exactly yeah Mm. um but yeah the reason i brought up uh he get was he uh, waded into this debate about Hige, about beards. It came up recently when a couple of Osaka train drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember that when they they had beards and they were fired for having beards? And they oh, said, I don't remember that. No. Oh well, they they said, uh, you know, hey, you can't fire us for having beards. That's a matter of human rights. Uh, they were train drivers in Osaka. And yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they took the city to court because yeah. the city was their employer. And uh, the city agreed with the train drivers in the end and ordered well, I the would, city. I would hope so. Jesus. Why? No way. <laughs> they, they should be allowed to have a beard. Who cares? Oh, well, you, oh, they agreed. Oh, they didn't agree with the train drivers? They agreed with the train drivers. The train drivers had beards and they got fired yeah. for having beards. Yeah. Uh, and then um, the... They took the city to court, you know, for like unfair dismissal. Or right, right, right. And the court found in favor of the drivers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, so the court was reasonable. Yes, the court was reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is of a course, all, all courts in Japan are reasonable. Of course. <laughs> um, and you know yeah, the mayor because they, they only get slam dunk cases. That's why they're reasonable. <laughs> but <laughs> no comment. <laughs> 
but the mayor of Osaka, who Toru ha- Hashimoto, is, oh yeah, quite yeah, I remember that guy, yeah. an outspoken kind of guy. Mm. I'm sure we'll, I'm sure he'll come up in later episodes. But yeah. he sort of went to Twitter and was like, "What the, what's this court doing?" You know. Um, but anyway, and Higetaicho sort of like waded into that and was like saying on Twitter, you know, "Oh, they should have uh, beards." Um, which prompted Hashimoto to to say back, well, he has no place to say because, you know, Toru Hashimoto is the mayor. It's like an elected official, whereas mm-hmm. he's not elected. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, that's for them to decide. I don't say either <laughs> way. But just finally, finally, last last thing on the SDF, which we've gone down a kind of moustache or beard yeah. side route. But... Do you know what the rules are on beards in the SDF, in the self-defense forces, Japan's army? Um, no. <laughs> is so, it like is there like a millimeter length rule or something? It's quite interesting. They can have uh, a mustache, okay, but not a beard. And the oh, reason for that is because if you're wearing like a gas mask or something, uh-huh. a beard might get might affect like the seal at the bottom of the gas mask um, oh, okay I, I guess i can yeah. kind of see it yeah well, yeah i think from, that's from fair a enough, practical but, standpoint yeah yeah exactly um well that was a, according to he taicho's explanation mm-hmm, i think mm-hmm. he explained that once in an interview he grew his mustache i think i could be mistaken maybe he had it before but when he went to iraq uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and you know in the middle east it's sort of like you know men better for men to have facial hair. Uh, right mm-hmm. yeah yeah culturally yeah yes exactly yeah um but anyway that's that's all for the sdf all and right so sdf in our pro beard podcast yes exactly and he get <laughs> the uh the bearded general standing up for the rights of yeah, people yeah st- standing up for bearded rights and reforming the constitution. Yeah, you know, which is a whole other can of worms. Mm. Sure, that will come up at some point oh, in this yeah. podcast. All right, man. Okay. Well, I guess I'll move on to uh, my first topic. Okay. Uh, this is... Well, at first, it's just a, a terrible situation. Uh Mm. Overall, but uh, recently a uh, 10 year old girl in uh, Chiba prefecture, mm. which is uh, just just east of Tokyo. Yeah. Uh, was killed by her abusive father. Mm. And so he's been arrested. And then the now, uh, granted, we, do, we still don't have all the facts in this case, yeah. but uh the the mother was arrested as well, and the mm. charge against the mother was she was an accomplice to murder mm. because she she let it happen like she didn't stop the father. Yeah, which um, I don't know. Like it just seems kind of because presumably mm. she was being abused as well. You would assume so, wouldn't you? Yeah, and I, th- I think some reports have come out that she was indeed being abused by by the father. Yeah, and 
but then she essentially she gets arrested for being abused and not, mm. not being able to you know being powerless to to help her daughter yeah i was just like man who does that you know yeah it's a really really sad case isn't it yeah um yeah. and then and then you know send some more background i mean you, well yeah you've probably read about it but um mm. so initially the the girl because I, I guess at school i don't mm. know if this happens in the west it, it surely didn't happen when i was young but uh i guess they do a survey every year mm. where the children uh the, the children complete the survey and it basically yeah. says like are you being you know abused at home oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and it has you know questions related to that and so she said on the survey mm. i think it was it was either either last last fall or you know maybe a little bit earlier than that mm. but she said yeah uh, my my father my you know my father abuses me like you know can you mm. please help mm. and um so she was taken into a uh, protective custody. Mm, yeah. Uh, for um, it was it was you know, just a, a couple of months, like two or mm. three months, and then she was released to the care of some relatives. Mm. And then and here's where things kind of get weird. Um, yeah. So. So he was in care of relatives for a number of months. And then the child uh, child protective services mm. determined that, well, she's not being abused, so she can go back to her parents. Yeah. But like it doesn't make any sense because she wasn't living with her parents. So it's like, how could she be abused? Yeah. You know what I mean, like she's not even yeah. living with them. Yeah. Well, didn't wasn't there something about her father making her lie? In yeah, yeah, and that yeah, that's the other piece of the puzzle. You know, when she was sort of explaining the situation to the protective service. Yeah, because um, you know the surveys, like by mm. their nature, like kind of have to be, you know, confidential. Yeah, yeah, right. But she was taken away from her parents, and so the father like goes berserk, and he mm. goes to the school. Mm. It might have been the school or the the government office or whatever, and essentially like demanding to see the survey. Mm. And the officials there, I, I think he threatened to sue them or something. Oh. Even even though like there's there's no grounds for a lawsuit there, but apparently yeah, like yeah. It, it scared them. Yeah, because they didn't want to have to deal with it. Mm. Because they're just paper pushers, you know. They don't give a shit, right? Yeah. So yeah. they were just like, all right, fine. If you're going to sue us here, you can see the survey. And so they showed him the survey. Mm. And obviously, I mean, like any anyone could tell you that that's not going to be good for the girl. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just going to like kick things up another notch. And, you know, eventually she ended up dead, which is yeah. just a terrible situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was horrific as well, wasn't it? Like what they made her stand in the cold shower for. Yeah, yeah. Hours and then, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, and yeah. then um, uh, the father when the next survey came around, he yeah. he made he made damn sure that she wrote everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think it was that combined with she wasn't being abused because <laughs> she's not living with the abusers. 
yeah. as the rationale that she was sent back home. And, and I think uh, during during this whole period too, while she was living with the relatives, mm-hmm. the uh, the father was just you know going down there and like giving him an earful on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah, and and they just got tired of dealing with it, you know, which, which is, yeah. you know, dereliction of their duty to protect children, but yeah, you know, just like a, I think, just a general lack of caring. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, their father is, you know, absolute scum, isn't he? But yeah, yeah, he's a he's a psychopath, man. Yeah, but you've got to wonder. Why? Like, why? Why was he so eager to get the kid back so he could abuse her? You know, I don't. Know, it was probably like I mean, you know, in his twisted way, like that was mm. his like release, probably for whatever yeah. stress he had, you know, outside the home or you know, whatever yeah. the case may be. And without without that release, like he just couldn't function. You know, it's yeah. probably what it boils down to. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, it's a horrific case. It's it's really sad, isn't it, to uh, to read and hear about because it has been like a big case here here in Japan, hasn't it? It's been yeah, yeah, and you know, thankfully, it looks like there's finally going to be some some reform on yeah. that front. But you know, it took you know it took this little girl getting killed for it to happen, which is yeah, not the way it should have gone down. Yeah, didn't yeah. Uh, Abe said. The prime minister said uh, he's going to or- what? I forget the details. He- he's going to order like the social services to check on the status of all children who are suspected of being abused. Or yeah, so. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they have to complete it like soon, like within yeah. like a month or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's also said he's going to increase staffing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, by a sig- significant number i don't remember the figures but yeah yeah because you know part of the problem was it was like a structural issue you know because Mm. these caseworkers are so overworked that yeah even even when bad things are happening like they just don't have the resources to you know really do anything about it yeah yeah oh i mean it's terrible it's like uh we're lucky to live here in this society which is very affluent in general you know Mm. um there's very little visible po- poverty in Japan, right? It's mostly... yeah. I mean, unless you like really go looking for it, to, like the um, yeah, like homeless people, you know, they have like their encampments here and there. Yeah, but, like, yeah. unless you actually go there and look for it, like it's rare to see, yeah. you know, anyone like panhandling on the street or like it's yeah, very exactly, rare. yeah, yeah. Um, and even like what would be considered sort of bad neighborhoods here aren't really bad neighborhoods at all really by western standards you know they're fine they're safe there yeah yeah i mean it's it's a lot like Mm. the homeless people but um like unless you go looking for trouble like you're not gonna find it yeah trouble's not gonna come find you exactly and then yeah you know but then every so often we get these horrific cases that that come up and it sort of reminds us that you know these dark things do happen in Japan as well as they do in other countries. It's pretty, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it is very sad, isn't it? This particular case. But uh, hopefully, that the father will get what he deserves, and mm. and uh, and the the mother can, you know, 
the more facts can come out about that. Because again, because maybe she was in on it. I mean, there's still, yeah, you know, there's still a lot of facts that are uh, that need to be uncovered. But and my gut reaction was that I mean, she was like she was afraid of getting killed herself. You know, yeah, yeah. So I mean, she was just kind of not doing all that she could have but i mean if you're mm-hmm. in that kind of situation i mean it's it's kind of it's only natural to just kind of you know quote let it happen you know yeah i mean hopefully hopefully it will all come out in the court and there'll be a fair trial you know yeah 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 i mean that's the other thing too is uh just because the media is you know already painted these people with such a brush that yeah yeah you know sometimes it's hard to hard to get a fair trial over here but mm. well yeah so that's uh that's that story that's a tough one man yeah, when, yeah. uh should any new developments come out we'll keep everyone posted yeah well okay so from that uh tough story to something a little bit lighter still very important i would say but a little bit lighter. Okay. <laughs> so it's a top priority in the minds of the politicians of this good country to get koi fish established as the national fish of Japan. I'm sure you must have been following this very closely, right? Yep. (laughs) Well, it's important business. Kanza, we've got the Tokyo Olympics coming up in 2020. Yeah. As part of that, the government is pushing the Cool Japan strategy. Oh, yeah, that whole, yeah, Cool Japan. Of course. (laughs) Are, Are you keeping up to date with the... A cool Japan news. Yeah, yeah, I've, uh, you know, I I see the commercials, and as part of that, I, I you know, as part of the run up to the Tokyo Olympics in 2020, um, the government is pushing the Cool Japan strategy to uh, market Japanese culture right, at home right, and overseas, right. and as part of that, um, the politician Shinjiro Koizumi and others. Have uh, have formed an association to make koi carp. They're called uh, nishikigoi mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. in Japanese. The national fish nishikigoi means uh, like brocade fish. You know, brocade being like kind of like pattern in cloth. I think right. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, or as they're also known, swimming jewels or yogu horseki. Whenever I talk about koi carp with my friends, I always be sure to mention them as swimming jewels. Wow, it's so so Japanese. It's so cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, Now, I'm sure you know that, you know, we've had many conversations on this. The the Nishikigoi, the koi carp uh, World Cup was held in Tokyo very recently on the 1st of February, um, which we'll talk about in just a moment. Okay. But before we get on to that, 
I just wanted to give you some, just some basic information about about koi carp. You know, because I'm sure you're very well familiar with them, but maybe some of our listeners aren't. Um, All right, it's better be good. <laughs> of course, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> this is important news. Okay, okay. It's important Japanese cultural news. It's at the forefront of people's consciousness. All right. Um, so most koi fish bred in Japan are exported, uh, about 70%, mostly to Hong Kong and the Netherlands. Um, Netherlands, to, really? Yeah, surprisingly, which I'm not sure. I haven't done much research into why that is. Are Hong they Kong, edible? You kind Do people of eat those? It, I guess. Pardon? Are they edible? So that's a good point. They are edible and I have eaten them before. Really? Um, yeah, well, sometimes when you go to those gardens, they have them, and you can grab them out of the water if you're quick enough. Oh, yeah, you just <laughs> shove it down your throat. <laughs> no, uh, I have, I've eaten them as uh, sashimi before. Oh, okay, okay. And so they're from Niigata, I believe. I want to say they're from Niigata. So, um, so well, Niigata, they're like the, the top producer? Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, fish from Niigata made up 40% of the fish at the uh, World Cup held recently, which we'll come on to in a minute. Um, so, and the reason I bring that up is because they were originally bred in Niigata for food, but then, oh, since I then, see. yeah, people came to say, hey, wait a second, these are pretty beautiful. Maybe we should mm-hmm, breed them mm-hmm. for their, you know, their colors and their wonderful patterns. Um, so now, the part that you've been waiting for, the price of these these koi fish, because they can go pretty high. The important things to look at is the shape of the fish, okay, the color of the fish, and the pattern of the colors. Um, do you want to guess how much they can cost? I don't. I'm sure it's, it's well over a million yen, right? Yep. Any any more specific? Uh, I don't know, ten million. Yes, uh, well, more. more. Um, it, the most expensive ones will go in the tens of millions of yen oh, range. Oh wow! So maybe like twenty to thirty million yen. Yeah, about as much. Yeah. Like that seems to be. I mean, this is kind of a tangent, but yeah, like there seems to be kind of this weird sweet spot for <laughs> for like ultra luxury items. Yeah, yeah. Which is typically like, you know, like in in U.S. dollar terms, like around like a quarter of a million. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I don't, I, know, I don't, what I don't, I don't know. what yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Because yeah. like half a million is it's like, whoa, you know, and then like yeah. a million is just like crazy. Like, that's like a whole di- that's like a different tier, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But like right around a quarter million, like. Because you look at like exotic cars, yeah, and that will be where the most yeah, expensive like, ones are. Yeah, typically like your, you know, like your average, you know, like Ferrari or Lambo is like around a yeah. quarter million. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's weird, but anyway. Uh, yeah, it certainly seems to be um, to be the as you said the sweet spot where you see lots of. Um, luxury goods going for 
Mm -hmm. Just out of the range of normal consumers, even if they stretch. <laughs> yeah, just out of my price range. Damn. Their budgets, yeah. Um, now, now on to the World Cup. Okay. Uh, I've been calling it the World Cup, but as I'm sure you were probably thinking, hey, that's not the official name of the of the Koi Cup. Uh, World Cup. It's actually called the Zen Nihon Sogo Nishikigoi uh, Himpyokai, the All Japan Comprehensive Koi Cup Evaluation Tournament. I guess. Uh, I mean, is is it like? I mean, don't don't yeah. don't you guys do like this those dog shows? Exactly. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I yeah. Mean, we have them course. in the US too, but I think the UK one's more prestigious. Oh really? I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just because I mean it's been around for longer, certainly. So. Yeah, but the problem is with the fish; it's more difficult to make them do tricks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but this like, was do, do they do tricks? I Maybe mean, there, I'm not is there sure. Like an obstacle horse component. No, I think the the main point of the World Cup is, or the evaluation tournament, as it. <laughs> Um, as it's officially known, is to yeah. judge them on like their, you know, their color and their pattern oh, okay, based okay. on different categories. Mm. Um, but this time, this year, it was the fiftieth meeting, um, and there were over two thousand fish, the most ever participating. Wow. Now, uh, a red and white koi carp of the kohaku. Variety, mm. which means literally red and white. Red and white, yeah. Uh, which is owned by a Chinese person, uh, won the overall World Cup. Um, wow. Although there's actually eight different categories depending on the size. Mm. And apparently this same fish, I think it's the same fish. It could have been the same owner. I can't remember. But it was the fish's, I want to say fish, uh, second time winning this competition wow, it also won impressive. in 2017 how, how long do those those guys live oh i don't know i should have i should have looked that up shouldn't i but it was over one meter long wow that's a that's a pretty yeah. big fish yeah wow oh yeah um but despite being big they are gentle giants they are known as a symbol of peace. Did you know that? Because they don't fight amongst themselves. Oh, really? Oh, I yeah. didn't know that, yeah. And in Asia, generally, they um, are seen as, you know, bringing good luck. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to go through some of the main varieties of Koi Cup? Uh, I think we can pass on that one. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> Okay, we will save it for a different... Yeah, yeah, episode. we'll save that one for a rainy day. Maybe a bonus episode, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, I just briefly looked up uh, how long they live. How long does it say? And I guess it varies Yeah, you know, by the, the type or whatever, but it looks like... I'll, I, I only have max age, but... Um, yeah. Between 10 and 40 years... Between ten and forty years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, so on, so on time, average, I don't know, like twenty years. Yeah, that's a long time, longer than a dog, probably. Depending yeah, on the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, what is it? Um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, the one that mm -hmm. everyone eats on New Year's, that big fish. Uh, I forget what it's called in tight. Oh yeah, like uh, sea bream. Sea bream, yeah, that's it. That's it. Those yeah. those those live for a long ass time, don't they? Do they? I think so. Yeah. How long do they live for? Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, is that why people eat them at New Year's? Because it's symbol of because all all the food at New Year's has special sort of meanings and connotations, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see it. Uh, okay, 20 to 40 years. That's pretty long. Yeah. That's a long time for a fish. Which is, um, I think that's part of why, like, it's, mm. like, some people are concerned about, like, over, like, oh, overfishing yeah. of sea rings mm. because, like, just, you know, they live a long time, so if you catch yeah. them while they're too young... Oh right! You know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I've read that somewhere. Overfishing, yeah, that's a tough one, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Because it's not the other meat that we eat. You know, beef, pork, chicken, pretty much all comes from uh, farmed animals, doesn't it? Whereas fish. You know, of course, you get some farmed fish as well, but a lot of it is basically wild, isn't it? Yeah, you just go out to the ocean and throw a net and yeah, hope for the best kind of thing, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So I guess we need to think about it in terms of a resource. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And we're very environmentally conscious on this podcast. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Maybe next time I can do a special feature on the different types of coin cup. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, think about that one. Well, it's very interesting because you've got all the different colors and combinations and things. And maybe maybe we can make you can make a blog post and then uh Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll see we'll see uh what what the readership thinks. All right. <laughs> uh okay, I guess we'll move on. Um, yeah, have we done enough on on koi carp, the national fish of Japan? Yeah, seem to be. I, I think we're good. We're good. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, oh well, just I guess on a related note. Uh, yeah. Was well, national animal is what, is it a crane? Oh, is it? Is that uh, maybe I mean, or the national it could bird? Well be. Makes sense. Yeah. I think so. On a side note, when I. So very recently, as followers of our Instagram account will know, uh, I went to see the world famous snow monkeys uh, relaxing in the onsen, the hot springs in Nagano. They're wild monkeys, Japanese macaques. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason I brought it up is because the most interesting part of the day was when a crane flew by quite low and all of the monkeys stood in a line and shouted at the crane. Wow. Yeah. You, you didn't get any footage of that? Didn't get any footage of that oh. because it all happened too quickly. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. 
I think perhaps what was going on was that so at this at the park where the monkeys are they're wild monkeys but it's also a tourist attraction and you pay to enter and things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but and the people running the tourist attraction put down some some sort of grain or something for the monkeys uh-huh. and my theory is that the crane will sometimes or cranes in general will sometimes come and steal the grain and perhaps the monkeys don't like that Oh, okay, yeah. But they had a very strong, aggressive reaction toward the crane. It was amazing to watch. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could have seen that. That's cool. Yeah, they all stood in a line and started hollering at it. <laughs> they were hooligans, monkey hooligans. Yes, we're uh, we're not we're more alike than we would like to think. I'm sure. <laughs> okay. All right, so my yep. next topic is, yep. and this isn't like um, any particular news item, although it's, yeah. it's closely related to a news item. But um, yep. So uh, Carlos Ghosn, the yep. uh, former chairman of Nissan, mm. was uh, was arrested uh, late last year mm. on on the suspicion of having like understated his earnings. Yeah. On uh, on his uh, securities filings, mm-hmm. and he's he's still in jail awaiting awaiting trial, I guess. Um, mm. That's fine, yeah. right? Well, I mean, it's, like, how, how long has he been locked up for now? I mean, since like beginning of December. Yeah, that's fine, right? Well, no it's fine. I mean, now that he's been charged <laughs> with crimes, it's fine. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it kind of brought to light, and you know, I think a lot of Western uh, news outlets have reported on it too. But mm. just uh, in like in Japan, they can uh, they can arrest anyone, mm. and I think they have a maximum of uh, twenty, a little bit over twenty days. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Until they have to file charges. Yeah. So you know, they can add you. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So they, they can hold you they, for 20 and then charge yeah. you with a crime. Yeah. And that essentially resets the counter. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's cause, So if they have multiple crimes, they can like spread them out. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that's uh, fair, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. And they and, can force people to confess, right? By yeah, and and the thing is, um, during that initial holding period, mm. you are not allowed to have a lawyer present for questioning. I think yeah, you can talk with a lawyer. Yeah, but that that's separate from your actual questioning. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it just kind of I I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah and isn't it like you only get one phone call and it has to be to a lawyer and if you don't have a lawyer you can call like the public defender ca- pardon like a public defender if you don't have yeah a lawyer. it's like they have uh i don't know what the name for it is but it's like a duty a kind of lawyer on duty for each police box oh so like, i see i see you can phone the the sort of police lawyer i'm not sure if i'm describing it correctly but but yeah, you can't. So you can't notify like your friends and family. You can only call a lawyer. 
Right, right, right. And and then your lawyer will will relay the message. I hope. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But yeah, so I just did a little bit of a mm. reading about mm. criminal justice in Japan, and the yeah. conviction rate is. Mm. Like I thought it was around ninety percent. Yeah. But it's actually higher. How high is it? it it's it's like ninety nine point like seven. Ninety nine point seven. Yeah, or but it's ninety nine plus. Let's just put it that way. Ninety nine. Wow, plus. that shows the amazing efficiency of Jap Japan's prosecutors, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're doing a good job. Yeah, but yeah, I was just like, wow. Apparently, in in the U.S., yeah. it's like yeah. it's still rather high. It's like eighty eight percent, I think. Oh, that's interesting. I had no idea it was that high in the in the U.S. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, I guess you know, if you take into account like all the crimes committed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so some will presumably be more a matter of uh, like a formality, almost having. Them. Yeah, yeah. It's like like if you steal a candy bar, you know. I yeah, mean, you're, you're just gonna like you're not gonna plead not guilty and get a lawyer yeah. and you know, yeah, I mean, you're just gonna yeah. you know plead guilty. Or yeah, or if like you a, don't like a show deal. up, or if you don't pay like a speeding ticket fine, yeah, yeah, mm. and then up, you know, sending you to court. So, you know, like if you think about it that way, yeah, like okay, well maybe you know, eighty eight percent isn't that crazy, but ninety nine plus, I mean that's it's, that's a sign of a well functioning justice system, right? Yes, man. If you want to, you want to put it that way, <laughs> surely. Yeah, but yeah, this is crazy. But yeah, yeah. apparently, it's yeah. um, a lot of it has to do with the fact that prosecutors will only prosecute mm. if it's a slam dunk. Oh, really? Yeah, like if there's any, I mean, because you know, how else are you going to get ninety nine percent conviction rate? You know? Yeah, yeah. Like if like if it seems kind of iffy. Yeah, like they'll you know they'll work out like a deal or they you know yeah. they just won't prosecute. Yeah, but yeah. is that you know? And I think this does go on um, in the West as well. But is there not a sort of uh, a presumption of guilt here? Is quite often you know well if you've been arrested oh then he must have done something wrong. Yeah, and, yeah, that's like it's like you know people say that. Yeah. Things are like that in in the U.S. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's nothing like how it is over here. Yeah, like yeah. If, if you are, well, you know, and when your conviction rate's ninety nine percent, like it, I, I guess it kind of makes sense in a way. Yeah, you know? true. But yeah. like, yeah, basically, if you're charged with a crime, then people just by default assume that you're guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, um, like a lot of times, like celebrities will get charged with. Oh yeah. You know, like, like most of the time, it's like they got drunk and they, yeah, you know, forced themselves on a, on a lady, or yeah. you know, it's, most of the time it's something like that, or they got into like a bar fight, yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, as soon as they're uh, accused of the crime, then like all the sponsors drop them, yeah, yeah. But and, they can do a public apology, and it's all, it's all. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, just wait, wait, a, a wait a couple months, years, right? and go on a mm. comeback tour. Um, I don't want to relay this story incorrectly, but uh, and I wish I could remember the source to sort of credit. 
it, but I am sure I read a, it must have been a blog post or seen a YouTube video or something um, about an English teacher in Japan, a, mm. uh, you know, a female English teacher, I presume from somewhere in the West, you know, uh, America perhaps, who, you know, was in a, a sort of regional city in Japan. Mm-hmm. And um, when she was doing grocery shopping, uh, she was stopped by the security guard and sort of told to come in the back room. You know, they accused her of stealing or attempting to steal groceries from uh-huh. that store. You know, the police came and she was, you know, taken to the jail, basically. And... So, but was, she hadn't stolen anything, right? No, she hadn't stolen anything. Okay, okay. Um, and I'll explain that uh, in a minute, according to the, the blog post or whatever I saw. But, okay. But basically, so she is in the jail. As I mentioned before, they don't... He, it's, you can't phone your family. You know, you get one phone call and it's to a lawyer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they were holding her in the jail. And as you said, it's, you know, 20 days or so that they can hold you. So it's not... Yeah. I, I think not, t- I think technically it's 10 yeah. days, give or take, yeah. and then they can file for an extension, which is almost always granted, and then they get another 10 days. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, the, procedurally that's how it works, yeah. Um, And so she did eventually get um, a lawyer... I'm guessing it was one of these sort of like, you know, the police, like the duty lawyer. I'm guessing. I don't know. Mm. Perhaps it wasn't. But um, in any case, she... So she ended up... By the time uh, she... By the time her workplace, the school where she taught, was notified of what was going on, it like a week had passed and she just hadn't turned up for work for like a week. So so they just thought she peaced out? They... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So she lost a job. Right, right. Um, right. It all turned out in the end that it was a spurious claim because the security guard had uh, like a quota to make. And he saw like the foreign uh, woman shopping and thought she'd be an easy target. So, you know, the charges were dropped. And, you know, she was released after like this ordeal. Yeah, yeah. Um, But she couldn't get... I think the company perhaps uh, rehired her. Perhaps I don't know. I'm not sure. I, on the I, I hope so because that's just a like, well, you know, but, like yeah, yeah. But I do remember that she couldn't work in the same city. She had to move to a different city. Oh, because people thought that she was a yeah, criminal? exactly. You know, people. Hey, did you hear about that English teacher? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, which it's crazy, isn't it? Um, as I say, oh, I wish I could man. remember the source of that story, but yeah, that's like, also yeah, I had had some. Oh yeah, like um, going back to the topic of uh, celebrities getting in trouble. Hmm. Like there was, like it doesn't matter who the, I don't even remember who it was, but um, you know, some celebrity was accused of of raping a girl, uh, a, a woman, hmm. and. You know, he got dropped by all the sponsors or whatever. Mm. But what what stuck out to me, which I found kind of odd, was like you know they had all these talking heads 
yeah, on, on, of course. on TV. You know, we dissect- need that commentary, right? Yeah, dissecting it from every angle. Yeah. And um, like they were, they were talking about it like very matter of factly, but mm. like, apparently, like say a, 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 I guess, you know, a woman can rape a man too, but you know, mm. someone rapes someone else. Mm. Like, I guess that in and of itself is not like if the other party mm. doesn't want to pursue charges, mm. then it's like, even though it, even though the rape happened, like, even mm. if that's established as a fact, if the other party doesn't want to pursue it, then yeah. no- nothing happens. Is that how it works? Yeah, in Japan, yeah. yeah. Because I'm pretty sure in the U.S., mm. like, like that's like a criminal offense, and even if the other yeah. party, like after the fact, is like you know, oh well, I don't, I don't want to pursue it. Like you're still going to jail, I think. Yeah, but I guess if they refuse to give testimony, you know, then, right, unless right. there were lots of witnesses or something or some other kind of evidence. Well, well, yeah, because they're like in this in this case, like I mean, mm. there is evidence, like you know, bodily fluids or whatever. Mm. And there's testimony, like like she, uh, what she I think she gave a deposition, mm. and then yeah. he and then he admitted to, well he he admits that the encounter took place, but he insists it was consensual. Mm. But but in either case, yeah, like uh, it's I don't know, it just seems it just seems weird, like yeah, like, oh yeah, like it's sure. okay. If the other party doesn't care, I mean, yeah. not doesn't care, but you know, doesn't want to pursue it. Yeah. Well, especially if it's a famous and powerful person, and they mm-hmm, can mm-hmm. put pressure on. Yeah. You know the um, the victim to right, right. Mm-hmm. To you know, essentially you keep keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah. Or even if they're not necessarily consciously putting pressure on. Um. On the victim, and not in this mm-hmm, case, but mm-hmm. in in general, the media can sometimes yeah put pressure on yeah. victims, can't they? Not to uh, to press charges, you know. Yeah, and then then the other thing too that that's uh, stood out to me um, mm. was so you know, let's say someone goes to the police and says so and so raped me, mm. then the police will do an investigation, and if they determine that it it did happen, they'll mm. Before they actually pursue criminal charges, mm. they will facilitate like a meeting between between the two parties. Really, to see if they can come to an amicable resolution. Ooh. Which, which which means that does the, that the accused will make a payment to the accused? Yeah, yeah. Which is quite a common way of settling disputes yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean that's you know relatively common anywhere, I guess. But yeah, but yeah, it's like it's it's just weird. Like, so the police know, mm. like they they've conducted an investigation and they're mm. relatively certain that someone raped another. Mm. So then they they call them into a room together and are like, okay, if you want to if you want to pay this person off, you can we can yeah. make we can make it go away. I mean, that's essentially what's happening. Yeah. I guess so, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was just 
it's weird. Like, uh, yeah. Like, like their whole approach to like, you know, like these like kind of sexual crimes. Mm. Yeah. Um, like it's not really a crime. You know what I mean? Like is, is kind of the impression I get. Yeah. Like, like, like if you punch someone, mm. then I think you, or like, I mean, I just punch it, but like, if you really mess someone up, I think you're going to jail regardless. Yes, sir. I was just you know. reading about that. Violent conduct up to two years in jail. Yeah, yeah. Or like bodily harm up to 15 years in jail. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sexual harm, mm. you know, if you're willing to pony up some money, then, like, you know, if, yeah. if the victim is just like, no, I don't want your money, I'm taking you to court, then, then you know, it's like, mm. like that, that's okay. You know, mm. I mean, it's not like they have to take the money, but yeah, it just seems like by and large, in many cases, the victim just, you know, takes the cash and, mm. and that's the end of it. Yeah. Um, like, it should be like, they got to pay, obviously, yeah. you know, for emotional distress and whatnot and, yeah. you know, and lost work and they should be thrown in jail because I mean, just. It's not something you should be able to get away with, you know, by writing a check. Yeah, no, sir. Not yeah. in not in twenty nineteen. Yeah, not in a civilized society, but Yeah. Here we are. But um listeners that are interested in the Japanese justice system should watch a movie called Well the Japanese title is Sorry Demo Bokuayatenai. It's something like but I just didn't do it. Yeah, let me see if I can... Uh... In English. Um, and it's... Okay, yeah, the English title is I Just Didn't Do It. I Just Didn't Do It. Yep. And it's the story of a man who is accused of molesting a woman on the train, of being a chican, uh, which is quite a common problem here, right? I mean, common enough that there are woman-only cars on the on the subway. Yeah, and a, a lot of women that I've mm. spoken with in Japan have experienced mm. it. Like, it's pretty common. Yeah. Have you yeah. ever seen it happen? Not, like, I, I haven't actually seen the groping yeah. part, but I have yeah. seen... Like, I was on a train going home once. Yeah. And then this dude, like, like the second the doors open, this guy just starts running. Oh, really? And I, and I was, I was just like, like, you know, like, how do you react to something like? That? I was just like, what's going on? Yeah. And then like, and some other dudes were shouting like, stop him, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I, I can't yeah. say a hundred percent like that was what happened, but I'm yeah. pretty sure that's that's what. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the advice given to. To women, you know, because it is 99.9% of the victims of women, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, is to, what is it, to like grab hold of the attacker, to sort of try and hold them and to shout chicken as loudly as you can. To. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, or else they're going to make a run for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie that I mentioned, which is about the Japanese justice system in regard to that crime, um, tells it from the other perspective, from the accused uh, person's perspective 
Right, but, right, right. But it's a very interesting movie. Highly recommended. The Real Japan Movie Recommendation. <laughs> yes, the first one. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, well, let's see. It's uh, We're getting on about an hour here. Yeah. Do you want to maybe think about wrapping it up? Yeah, let's, let's wrap it up. Uh, you know, we don't want to babble on for too long. No, sir. There will be another episode for our intrepid listeners next week anyway. Yes. So um, next week we'll have uh, some more, more hot stories. Hot takes. Uh, we'll spend another 20 minutes talking about Koi Cup. <laughs> well, like I said, you can make a blog post. <laughs> um, we have social media accounts for people who want to follow the Real Japan. Yes, we got um, uh, Real Japan Guys on, uh, at Real Japan Guys on Twitter. Yes, sir. And at Real Japan Guys on Instagram. Yes, sir. And our beautiful website. Yes, sir. And thereal.jp. Yes, sir. And I think I think that's that's it. Do you have anything yep. else? I, Subscribe to our yeah. podcast. Yes, on um I guess iTunes. Yes, sir. Whichever and uh, and, and the mm. SoundCloud, I believe. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Whichever platform is easiest for our listeners. Yeah, whatever works for you. And, you know, if if a bunch of you are like, oh, we like XYZ platform better, then definitely let us know and we'll uh, we'll put it on there as well. Yes, sir. That's it, I think. Okay. All right. Goodbye, listeners. Yep. See you again next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye.